What is the vision you have for the future of our world? And where do you think history is headed? This is Thursday, September 29th. Now, the way vision and imagination works is that we tend to move toward an envisioned future. If we cannot imagine it, we will not begin to plan for it. And if we do not plan for it, well, how will it come about? Now, this week we are looking at the mission God has in the world and how he's called us to join with him in his mission. On Sunday, we learned that Israel, the Old Testament people of God, often denied their mission, or they forgot it, or they rejected it. But what we find in Scripture is a breadcrumb trail always leading back to the vision God has for our world. God seemed to always be pushing his people to love those who are around them. Here's one of those tiny breadcrumbs found in the law to remind the people how they should treat outsiders. This is Leviticus chapter 19, verse 33 to 34. When a stranger sojourns with you in your land, you shall do him no wrong. You shall treat the stranger who sojourns with you as the native among you, and you shall love him as yourself. For you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. Now in our world, we know about boundaries between people. In our city, we have neighborhoods that are divided. It's part of the legacy of Miami. Perhaps as you were growing up, your parents taught you that you were different from other people. Perhaps they cultivated a sense of superiority in you. And this is true of many families. For the Jewish people, this was very deeply ingrained. They were to be a holy people. And that word holy could mean pure and undefiled, but it can also mean other, wholly other, completely different. You see, they were told to come out of the world, and was the result was that others were scorned for their ways and considered unclean. God wanted his people to remember where they had come from, and they knew they they knew what it meant to be in exile and to be strangers and aliens in a foreign land. One of the things I love to do is to hear the experience of people as they're coming into the United States. How did they feel? Did they feel welcomed? Did people here take an interest in them and make them feel at home? Well, here's what the Lord commanded his people. He said, treat the stranger among you like one of your own. Or could you say it any stronger than this? God said, love him as you love yourself. Wow. God commands a love and a care for the alien and the stranger, the exile and the immigrant. His people of all people should understand this. They'd spent generations in Egypt and they came to be called Hebrews. It means something like the people that live on the other side of the tracks. When we lived in the northeast of the United States, Sandy and I were living in New Jersey, we noticed that in most towns near us, the train station didn't go through the heart of town. Actually, in some places, there was a little village right outside of town where the train station was located. We learned why this happened. It was because some of the towns refused to allow the train station to come through the town because of the kind of people that worked at the station and alongside the tracks. 
They just didn't want people like that in their town. And this is an illustration of the way the world works. There's no room for you here. That's the signal that's sent. So God commanded his people to be different, to open their hearts and lives and homes to outsiders, to make room for them. Now, of course, the Jewish people often failed to obey this command. They rejected their calling so that they might remain holy, set apart, and pure. But in the process, they missed the mission of God. You see, God is no respecter of persons. His love is spread abroad and touches people from every country and tribe and nation and language. And we are the ones that need to return to that mission. You might say, well, what are some of the ways we could do that? For years, Granada helped, for example, with an international student ministry at the University of Miami. We asked our Granada families to invite a student for, for dinner, perhaps even to share Thanksgiving dinner with their family. These students were from all over the world. But it was in these simple ways that we can come to share in the mission of God right here in Miami. This is how we show the love of Christ. We don't have to do anything special. We only need to make room for those who are new to our city. Granada also has some folks serve in the Miami Port Ministry at the Port of Miami. Here, those that work on the cruise ships, people from across the world, have a few minutes on land on the days when their ship is in port. And this is a perfect time to show them the welcome of Christ and to remind them that they are loved by God. Now, I mention these two opportunities so that you can pray for those ministries and also you can look for ways to extend the welcome of Jesus right where you are. It may be as simple as helping that person that looks lost when you go to the grocery store. Would you pray together with me? Faithful Father, help us to grasp the magnitude of your love. Give us hearts to love our neighbors and to welcome the stranger. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.